Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Trigger, 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 trigger. Trigger, trigger. Hi, everyone. This is Hi, Triggered, a podcast about all the things that have us in our feelings right now. And what you drinking over there? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm dangerous. I love that. Hello. <laughs> yes, I have just yes, taken. It. it looks all cool. Wait, you love how it has like an it was A chill? on the cup because everything of mine needs to be initialed. Ooh. It's... it's it's some Sauvignon Blanc because I just drove back from Atlanta with the whole entire family. Okay, and, fair enough. You earned right, it. You earned it. it. So I am day day and night. I mean, what is that? <laughs> even right now? Um, well, so we'll, we'll chat. Right. So yeah, no judgment. So we're gonna start like we always start. No judgment. Our tarot. And so let me tell you, I woke up this morning, and um, I, you know, like. I was like, what year is this? Like, I woke up and I was having feelings that were not associated with this year. And this year is shit. But I woke up <laughs> having feelings that were like, what year is this? And I was like, okay, right. Because I'm time traveling. I still have things I need to exercise. I still have memories that are, you know, traumatic. And so I, I went and I picked a card and the card that I picked was the hermit. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love the hermit. I do love the hermit. Oh, I love it. And him. me and Virgos. May I just say that Christy wrote? Christy wrote. I know it's beautiful. Art. These cards are beautiful. To, These the cards, cards are beautiful. It's, 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 a it's, a it's a lot. These cards it's are beautiful. And on yeah. it, it says like um, Earth, Virgo, Mercury. I need to get into what all of that means, but. I just know like Virgos and myself and there's just like stuff there. There's a line that resonated with me that said, just move for yourself today. Like basically do any, like anything you choose to do, do it for you today. And it's really been helping me because I have like, just like moved, ate what I wanted to eat, move where I wanted to move. Like I almost not ignoring other people's feelings, but like really, almost like in a meditative state where like things are happening and I'm just just flowing around me and it's it's been really good it's been really really good what what did you pull okay Anne? so I just pulled because as I said you know driving back with family yes yes so yes, I tried yes, very yes. hard to keep up my practice this week but it wasn't always successful so I it's chose hard. the knight of wands she's beautiful and I've never gotten this card before so this is a lot because it speaks directly to and it's short so I'm gonna read it yeah. Uh, Knight of Wands, found in deserts and alleyways, homes for lost souls, and or on the X on maps of sacred geometry, the Knight of Wands is cultivating the strength it takes to speak their truth and fight for justice through creative expression. They ask you to look before you leap into your subconscious, differentiate between truth and unwarranted qu- compromise between the guides and the demons. In a world of constant creative commodification, 
it's difficult to hone your magic when it supposedly lacks marketability or universality. The Knight of Wands can truly piss on this. They don't do compromise. The Knight urges a revolution through new materials, striking vision, and self-made resources. And if well, this I just say, didn't no, speak wait. to my whole <laughs> effing life right now with people trying to tell me that what no. I am doing is wrong, is what have you, no because way. they don't understand it and they don't know how to market it or they don't... Let me tell you, I, this right here, this card... No, and that that card just read your whole... My whole world. Because we're not always talking about fascinating. marketing through business. We're also talking about acceptance of just people around you when you're doing something that makes them truly uncomfortable. And I get it. I mean, and you're really, you're really learning how to say fuck you to compromise. Hold it's on. so funny. I ain't got no hair it's no so more. F- <laughs> I had a purpose <laughs> I was four. <laughs> No, you really are. It's insane. Um, we're going to talk about something. We're going to talk something, yeah, we we gotta gotta get something the, off this podcast. Because yes. it's reminding me of a, a thing that happened. And we had a conversation about compromise many lifetimes ago. And that is such a... I'm, I've been thinking... Anyway, we're so going to get back to We're going to park a lot that. We're going to park a lot that. park a lot that. We're going to get back to what we're doing right now. So, <laughs> Anne, tell us. Oh, Jesus. What has you in your feelings this week? Okay. So, y'all know that... We sit in it on this podcast. This yes, one, we do. This one was hard for me to sit in. Okay. The first thing that triggered me was Tamar Braxton trying to take her own life. Oh I, oh, I was not, you know, that whole saying, check on your strong friends. And just, you know, I don't necessarily watch the Braxtons. I've seen episodes. I've seen episodes of The Real mm-hmm. with her on it. Um I know her song Love and War, but I'm not going to act like I'm a Tamar fan or I'm all into it. But if you, mm-hmm, I mean, if you're mm-hmm. black in our age, you know the Braxtons, right? Yes, 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 yes. And so you know that she's always the, hey, I'm Tamar, loud, blah, 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 all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, So you, and you, you know, she had her show with the producer husband guy that didn't go well. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. love the messy celebrity stuff, except that everybody, like they're real people, right? Yeah. And they're real and the reason why we love it is because we're laughing at shit that reminds us of us or other messiness that we know. Mm-hmm. But part of what mm-hmm. she said was that when she was on a show with a, with Ayanla Van Zandt, like she was on their show and they did a yes, therapy session with yes. Ayanla, that they did not ask her if they were if they could reveal her secret about being molested multiple times by different family members as a child. That ha- I watched that episode. I didn't see that. Yeah, they had confronted her. Part of it, somebody in the family leaked it. She had never told anyone in her immediate family. So her mother and sisters found out on the show. And I did not see that. Yeah, I, watched some a, other, I watched those episodes. Some other family member must have leaked it. And from the age of like six to like sometime in her teens, she was being molested multiple times a, almost a day by people in her family. And she had never... Wait, what? Ever, yes. And so... Hence, all of the things I don't know. I can't analyze. I'm not a doctor. But the fact that she was violated and then violated again on national television. And then, you know, I've never I have anxiety. Um, I wouldn't necessarily always go as far as to say it's I can't say it's depression or not depression. I've never been diagnosed. But I know that mm-hmm. I, if when I am in my most anxious or healing from trauma state, my thing to go to is escapism. So whatever mm-hmm. I can, however I can alter myself, whatever I can shop for, what have you, but I've never had suicidal ideation. 
So I don't Mm -hmm. know what that feels like. And to have someone who seems so full of life and all of that Mm-hmm. have this violation again and be dealing with it and seems because th- those episodes were a while ago so yeah. who knows what else has been piling on and mm-hmm. you know the whole feud with the, the real and all that when I tell you I sat and I was like what is friggin happening in 2020 like I can't mm-hmm. like plus the pandemic who knows what people are dealing with and so mm-hmm. I just like like I said I'm not even a fan of the show and my heart went out to her like oh my gosh how bad did you have to be feeling on a consistent basis when you have a child and all those things and you were driven mm-hmm. to, I can't mm-hmm. do this anymore. And it is mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. not like, like not just check on your strong friends, check on these black women. There's just so much mm-hmm. going on. And mm-hmm. I was, I was, a, I was more of a wreck than I thought I would be after learning it. And so that mm-hmm. really, that had me in my feelings because I, one was not prepared, was not prepared for be, to be Tamar. I came so far out of left field. Mm-hmm, and it mm-hmm. was just like, just listening to, just I guess she had written a note or something, basically pointing to the fact that she was blindsided by that thing. And just mm-hmm. like the level of violation that women sometimes go through on a daily basis by people that they know mm-hmm. in different ways have, that, that really, that thought of violation and the trauma and trying to heal from it or not healing from it had me in my feelings. I'm far, far away from you. Yes. And it's so interesting how removed I am from this like media and understanding how all of it want, works and functions. But And I will say how desperate you have to be to to do that, like to, yep. to, 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 to feel that in your heart. I can't, I, I don't, I don't know that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know that level of, um, and I think that we need to all do whatever we can to to like reach out and to support people. And I also feel yep. like it goes back to kind of what we were talking about with um, the Candace Bimbo and the church and all of that. Like her all family the vi- is deep, yes. deep yes. in the church. And like, oh that's my gosh. Just, and also like, you know, I oh, this is I really do truly believe this. Like when someone is acting out and it just feels irrational, like you just and like, it feels you over the understand. top. It feels all the top. There's no really end. Like, what actually is going on? If you dig in, if you dig in, there's always something there. There's always always something something there. there. People are products of their experiences. You know what I'm saying? There's always something there. None of us are born broken. (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not, that's not how we came into the world. Ugh. Well, sorry. That's bummer. Mine's is like, um, different. (laughs) So, I, um, I don't know if you've heard, but there's a new show on Stars called P Valley. It's okay, short for Pussy watching, Valley. Supposed to start watching it like okay, in five okay, minutes. Okay, in okay, five okay, minutes. okay, 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 okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, it's on Stars, and it's about. I gotta be honest with you. I don't know where it's located, which is sad because it's it's, it's somewhere unfortunately, in the south. It, you know, it's really sad. Like I know, I, it's like I have no. I couldn't tell you if it was like we're, I'm, we're like, is it Oklahoma, Texas, Mississippi? It's fucked up. I don't know. I'm sorry. Some place with their accents and not New York accents. Yes, they're not. Tri- they're not tri-state area. Super ignorant. Super ignorant. <laughs> I have. No, I don't know where it is. But um, basically, it's about the co- the community around the strip club, um down there and mm-hmm. i mean i think for the most part it was very like um it was fun to watch like watching 
strippers is like just good times. It's always good yeah. times. Um, which is why we enjoy hustlers so much. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, 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 but it's it's not hustler. You know, like it's not. Yeah. There's no glamour to it. It's like okay. It's yeah. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's, it's not pretty. It's the it's local strip club. It's the local. We've strip been club. to this, and yes, yes. It's like local. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. But I think that's kind of the thing that was kind of like threw me a little bit and kind of had me in my feelings is this idea of the reality that we all, you know, I don't, I mean, not everybody, but we like going to strip clubs. Strip clubs are fun yeah. and yeah. it's a good time. But the stories of these, the women who strip in strip clubs, and even if it's like from a place of this is what I do because I want to do it. There is something in our society that creates that choice and the way it functions in that way that is oppressive to women. And I think there's something in that show that is really like 100. First of all, these women are incredible, incredible dancers, incredible athletes. I mean, this lead character, she did something I have never seen done before where you climb to the top of the pole. Mm-hmm. You flip upside down, put your fe- your heels on the ceiling, and dance as if you were on the ground. Listen, sis, I was okay, like, I can't, wait, I can't wait. This is episode no one. No way. We, we're, start- episode- we're starting here. No, it's episode one. It's episode okay, one. We're starting episode- at dancing. No, episode on the- okay. one. You get two full performances. <laughs> you get t- episode. They're not. No, it's not. They're not skinny. Like it's not. It's full I'm service. Here for it. Over I'm here, here for it. I'm here for it. Um. So it was like kind of like I guess it just kind of had in me and my feelings. Well, and then the other, so about that, and then the other thing is like on top of it and how problematic strip club culture is, they're also disappearing everywhere. So similar to um, roller skating rinks and yeah. you know other spaces where black folks gather to do what we do, how we like right. to do it. They're just disappearing. There's like so all like, of our community. One of the big ones spaces. that we all went to in the Bronx, Sin City, is gone. Go- no, they're gone everywhere. They're they're disappearing and it's huge. everywhere. I was like, so where do yeah. people go? I knew there was su- there was all these places, but like no, they everybody went to Sin City. If That's it is so focused on black folks, black black people, it's gone. It has disappeared. And it's real, and then it becomes like underground, and then there's no kind of like it's not mainstream. There's no accountability. There's no like it's just it's because these you know workers, sex workers, they're gonna have they have to work. Like they don't do what they got to do. And when you make it like when you like squeeze it out, you just put them in harm's way. And so I was thinking about all that. That go get you some P Valley though, Lord. If you missing it, if you if they took if they took your strip club away in your town. <laughs> go get you some. Go get you some. You got it. Go get you, you got it. You got listen, it. Listen, go go get you some. Go get you some. What else you got for us, Anne? Okay, so as I mentioned, I drove. No, I'm from... you're scaring me. Your whole tone right now. Your whole because <laughs> people are stupid. Whole... No, people like... are dumb. As I mentioned, I drove okay. from Long Island, New York. Okay. So whoever doesn't know this, this is like as almost as far east as you could go okay. in New York. Okay. Through these few these states, okay. Through New Jersey, through Delaware, through Maryland, 
down on through Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, into Georgia. So on our way down, we were forced to stop at some rest stops. What we did was- Which way you went? 95 or inland? 95 to 85. We didn't do inland because, and I'm going to let you know, when you go inland from New York, you're in some- mountainous areas and some real confederate like the last time we went inland there was a like a giant confederate flag we were with the kids the kids were like i don't feel safe here there was a (laughs) barn in pennsylvania that had a giant lock her up on the painted in giant size letters that you could see from a helicopter on the side of the barn and i'm not saying that people weren't nice but as a black family in america driving through these states now especially in this climate there was no safety. So I told Jason, here's what we're not doing. We're not yeah, taking yeah, yeah. the inland side because yeah. we may never be heard from again. Or <laughs> what could happen is what happened that every white person everywhere we went was so nice to us that we were doubly scared. Like, why are y'all being so nice to us? Because okay. that's actually what happened on the way down. Okay. But what okay. triggered me was we would stop at these stops. The further south we went. Now, we all know in the United States right now, the hot spots are not up north anymore. The hot spots mm-hmm. are in these southern states. Nobody had on a mask except the black people in the church van that I had going down. Like we mm-hmm. have a big white van with eight people that look like it should be like the Mount Zion upper church of God in Christ on the side of the Like it was a big mm-hmm. white church van. Um, and it's eight of us inside. The eight of us have on masks. We're spraying ourselves down before we get back in the van. Only the workers in the store had on masks. Mm-hmm. So I was... And at some places you would go and it was interesting because most black folks had on masks and then you would see one or two white people that looked a little elderly with masks on. But for the majority, no one had on masks. And it is it was so upsetting to me because I was like, where are you living? What news are you watching? What's happening? Even the people that work here have on masks. Why is this such a hardship? Why is this? Mm. Why are you not seeing that people are actually dying, that we've lost over 100,000 people? More, many times over that we've lost in 9-11 that we're saying Mm -hmm. never forget. But Mm -hmm, people mm -hmm. are dying. 85 kids under one years old tested positive for COVID-19 in one county in Texas. 85 children under one years old in one county in Texas. This shit is not a game. And I'm sitting there like a fucking mask when you go into the gas station to get your cigarettes. It takes you five minutes. You can't do that. It was like I was so floored by the amount of stupidity. And so when we went, we were about an outside, an hour outside of Atlanta where we stayed. Mm -hmm. I left the house once to go to another family member's house. This whole time I'm shitting bricks. Like, I don't know if I should be here. There's a reason why we went. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's real. So it's y'all real. live down here. Y'all not taking this seriously. Jason had yeah, gone to yeah. the store a couple times. Um, you know, he's wearing his mask. He's like, yo, like a third of people did not have on masks. Yeah. And none of them were black. Yeah. And he's just like, I don't know what's happening, but we need to get the hell out of Dodge as soon as we can. Mm-hmm. And so it's just this level of... People feel like, I don't know if they're going to live forever. I don't know what the news is emphasizing in these places, but it's this level of selfishness and individuality that really has me thinking that we have no way out of this shit. Mm. Like we just, like we really don't because, and New York, like for the most part, we're doing stuff, but there's a lot of people here. And I don't think people realize New York City is not New York. Mm -hmm. So when you go out on Long Island or you go upstate New York, Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that think just like them folks down south. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You are not going to take my rights. 
this mask, you're trying to control my body. These are the same people that don't support abortion, but support their right not to wear a mask. So I was, I I was incredulous at the amount of people without a mask on. That's triggering. (laughs) That's, that's real triggering. Yeah, I I was, I was mad. (laughs) I will say, oh my gosh, my, my next trigger is like directly related to this. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. But, um, so I'm an educator. I work with children. I have chilled young children. This is my work. And what I realize is like all people are children, if that makes sense. Like we grow up, but like our understanding and how we formulate decisions don't re- doesn't really shift. And I think part of what is really hard in the U.S. right now is that there is no clarity of message. So you mm-hmm. can't have a situation with like in a classroom and with your ch- like you can't be wishy washy. I would have been wishy-washy with bedtime for the last month. <laughs> and Glory came and got my ass. She was up to all hours and finally we had to shut it down. Like, it was like, oh, you want to play games? You want to you give an extra five minutes? Oh, let me let me show you what I can do with your five minutes. And before we knew it, we were fighting at 3 a.m. So I know that there's a way, right? Like, people are Hold going on. And to... I know Glory partially won that fight. Like, I, I like I know. Partially? She, she <laughs> annihilated me. Partially? No, no. She annihilated us. But then what you had to do is like get clarity, like just like, no, this is what the time is. And within four days and they were they were hard fought four days because she is glory. She's She's a Pisces and um, we're going we're going to fight for it. But now, like once it's transitioned, it's like easy. It's not easy. It's like, okay, I need the boundary. You're this the boundary. Okay, I'm good. I'll stay like we're going every day. I'm gonna give you a hard time about this boundary, but I'm gonna keep to it. And there's a way in the U.S. No one wants to say what the boundaries are. No yeah. one wants to be clear. I mean, and not doctors either. Like I like people like people in the medical profession, it's very like, try this, do this, you should wear masks. You should like this is when you can. I guess you and I think part of it is unknown and part of it is this idea of free will that oh my gosh. America's this fake going, freedom this, this that we hill, have. This this hill of free will that the whole of the United States of America is ready to die on. It's a problem. It's a problem because it's an illusion. It's not real. It's not like real free will. It's just an illusion of free will. But you you can't say that. And so people don't know what to do. And they're making really bad choices. And I'm sorry. And that sucks. Because my trigger this week is um, I got turned on to this podcast called COVID-39. You sent it to me and I, I am not ready. Be afraid. Be afraid. Yes, so I this am poc- afraid. No, this podcast, <laughs> you can find it wherever you find podcasts, I imagine. But COVID-39 is um, the story. It's a fictional podcast, like a narrative podcast that was written by two, a black couple, which is really mm-hmm. dope. And it takes place 20 years in the future. And the premise of it, like instead of COVID-19, COVID-39. And the premise of it is this couple... Um, their families were quarantined together when they were children mm-hmm. during COVID-19. 
And then it fast forwards into the... So then in the future, they meet back. They get together, they get married, and they enter marriage counseling. And part of the counseling, part of the counseling is that they've listened to audio files and tapes from 2020, from the time wow. of COVID-19 when they were quarantined. <sighs> you want to talk about triggered? <laughs> you want to talk about triggered and triggery? <laughs> Things don't go well. Things don't, things don't. And it's interesting because you don't often. We don't. We don't often get, you know, sci-fi from a black perspective, black lens, written by black people about the black experience during these times, and race is all up in it in this very like way that makes sense. You know, like what a black couple would be talking about, what their parents must have been talking about, who their parents were, the choices. Listen, listen, they're telling everybody's whole life. And it's really, really, it's, it sounds Plus, pe- crazy People that now. get together because of trauma also is a whole interesting, interesting, layer. Because I know was, folks so, that got together in 9-11 and that. Yeah. Right. Very interesting. That, very interesting. But it's like one big trauma and also incredibly normal and like incredibly believable and just like hearing, I guess I will say specifically something that has been triggering for me in listening to it is listening to ourselves now, like being on Twitter and, you know, ha- talking to your group chats and having, you know, watching TV or whatever you get. It sounds crazy. But when you fast forward 20 years, it sounds, it doesn't sound, it sounds ominous. Like it sounds like, did mm. you hear yourself? Were you aware of what you were actually saying, like what was actually happening to you. It's, it feels like how we are not actually living our experiences. Like something about media, something about Twitter, something about how we like communicate. It's like we're, things are happening, you can speak to it, but you're not really like, so in reality, there are, you know, like you just said, 78 children, after all you've heard is kids don't get COVID, are testing positive. Like, that's the reality. But yep. we're not moving like that. Like, no one's like, you know, uh, and I keep thinking like COVID happened, but we had children, children are currently in cages in America. Yeah. What the fuck? And we've, like, and, what are we, and we've forgotten about them. We, ha- we don't talk, yes. we don't discuss them anymore. Like, not, that's just not, not normal shit. Cycle. And we just keep moving and moving and not paying attention and like not reacting and listen. I just want to say it had me up one whole night completely like in my feelings and I was like anxious. I was like, what is this anxiety coming from? And I was like, right, this, this, this damn podcast. But, um, yeah, listen, I, these are crazy times. We are living in some very, 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 very crazy times. And the thing about media was really interesting too. Like they're fast forwarding and talking about like, it's just funny. TikTok is still big, you know, still a thing in twenty years in the future. But oh, so they haven't got they seems... haven't banned it because the Chinese have made it and that like nah, all of that nah, stuff, all those nah, rumors. Nah, yeah. Okay. Nah, nah, yeah. Nah, that's nah, hysterical. Not in, story, yeah. not in this story. What else do you have for us? Okay, so this one is completely out of left field, right? I love so left field. We're in the car coming home and we've been listening to old school because in the car coming home is myself and Jason, who are in our mid-40s, his sister, who's also in her 40s, his aunt, who is probably about 65, and his mother, who's like 68, 69. Then 11-year-old twin girls and a 4-year-old. Okay. So we're playing like old school. We're trying to keep it like 
family. So we're playing old school 90s and 80s mm-hmm, R&B mm-hmm, and disco mm-hmm. and all this stuff. So I put on this playlist. Every, everything's going fine. And The Message by Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five comes on. Everybody loves The Message. Don't push me because I'm like, so we're all like, we're singing mm-hmm, his mm-hmm. aunts like a little volume, please. And as and you know me, I remember every single word yes. of The Message. Yes. Um, and plus, because I have it here on vinyl, love the Sugar Hill, uh, Sugar Hill Gang, love Grandmaster Flash and the Furious mm-hmm. Five, all that stuff. So as we're singing, two places in the song... They drop. They drop the f slur in referring to gay men. No. And I didn't. It didn't even register for really? me. That the, ex, you see how your you see what your face looks like. I mean, it just feels so unnecessary. But but this is 1982, wow. 80 maybe not even 82. I don't think it was even 82. It was like 1980, wow. maybe then maybe 1980, if not 79. So think about it. I'm at this time at most six, mm-hmm. seven. You know what I mean? Six or seven. And I'm, I know all the words and I have the mm-hmm. vinyl to it. And we're putting back the needle and writing down the words mm-hmm. and all those things. And so I'm like, how interesting that this has been in our language. And if you mm-hmm. asked me, you would, I would have told you, we never talk like that in my house. Yeah, We yeah. never had, there was no homophobia. There was nothing like that. Because in my head, that's exactly how I grew up. It wasn't a discussion. It was, you know, what have you. It was like, you know, I'm Jamaican. So, yes, there was rampant homophobia in our in our dancehall music and in our reggae. But mm-hmm. even that to me was so normalized. But I didn't even think about it in that early hip hop. And so because we, it was like, all right, so we're talking. And when I realized that, I was like, oh, shoot. And we just played this in front of the kids. Now, they're not listening. They've got iPods mm-hmm, in, AirPods mm-hmm, in, and they're, list, they're on there. Mm-hmm. But I was like, Wow. Interesting how language and how things that have become classic to us. And sometimes we talk about hip hop now like it's so problematic and it got problematic after gangster rap and it got problematic mm-hmm, after, mm-hmm, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I listened to some of it. Now I was like, whoa. I mean, it reflected the time. Like, I totally get that. And I, I get that it reflected how the men at that time spoke. But I was like, how did I miss that not once but twice in this record? That they that term is just used fluidly, like whatever. And I'm here singing it and I'm like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Let me tell you something. So First of that all, was interesting. I, it, yeah. We are we are connected. I, I mean, in such weird I don't even understand how this works. I already <laughs> I trust it now. Like, you know, like it's just what it is. It's 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 us. This is what we do. Yep. Interestingly enough, my last uh trigger is about the same topic. How crazy is that? I know. I know. I know. know, It's not actually crazy based on our our whole life. I know. But but, it is still crazy. But still, it's a little it's a little strange. So I, again, am in Amsterdam. I'm not in the U.S. And I am went to a talk as part of this kind of festival called Queer Currents. Mm -hmm. Google it. Um, and basically it's... And I Googled organic intelligence, by the way, which was your tweet. Yay! I did. Uh, is, go ahead. Isn't it? Isn't it? Yes. So mm-hmm. it's... um, So Queer Currents is a festival or like, I don't even know how to say it, but like cultivated events over a course of a week, week and a half, that's focusing on the queer um, community and not thinking like, almost like an alternative to pride in the sense of like, it's not about how we party or like... 
it's more about like who we are as, as people, how like who are queer people, what are their experiences, how does their queerness impact all aspects of their lives. Um, and so I got the the to go to a talk um, given by this amazing, amazing, amazing individual, um, DJ Lene Denise, and she is a professor of mm-hmm. history and music and. She studies, I mean, I can't, it's like, I can't encompass it in words, but basically she studies the history of music. Okay. This idea, she kept saying like, that, what do we think, what is, what is the music telling us outside of its entertainment? So thinking of music, not as entertainment, but like as part of a story, almost like, um, what it is, like archaeology, like an artifact. Yeah. Um, and, and what came up is just what you're talking about. Cause she's, you know, she talks about the 80s and the 90s and hip hop and reggae and all of that music and all of what's happening. So, and the impact and influence of queer people on that music and like disco in, in particular and that disco scene and, and ballroom and how out of that grew so many other musical art forms that the queer community is not credited for. Um, so it's really interesting what you just said and something particular that she, I mean, you can, we'll leave the, the link to the talk. You can see it on YouTube. We'll link, leave the link in the bio, but something that she mentioned that had me all, I mean, lots of things that literally I was in my feelings the whole time. She was telling my whole story, but something in particular that she mentioned was, um, lemonade and how at the beginning of formation, that the queer person whose voice, whose name I do not Big, remember right Big now. Big Frida. Big Frida. It's not Big Frida. It's not Big Frida. It's oh gosh, it's gonna be. I'm gonna be so mad about this. It's not. Big oh, is it Frida. the one who died? It's the one. The yes. one that died. Yes. 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 I yes. will. We will Google and put it there. We will yes. giga. Um. Yes. Yes. So, I um, voices it, and that 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 person's estate sued Beyonce yes, for putting it and not recognizing. And she said, she knows, so she was like, you know, she's like, I love the, you know, I'm, I love Beyonce, you know, I'm part of, you know, the hive and everything. But, but you can't just appropriate if, said culture. Yeah, and I just said, like, how powerful would it have been for Beyonce to acknowledge? I would know that person's name right now. I wouldn't, yes, like, literally. absolutely. If, if she, if Beyonce or whoever makes, like, yeah, Beyonce would have made the choice of acknowledging this person as part of putting out this art form, people would know this person's name. And on top of it. Right. Because we people, know Big Frida because she already had a name. Yes. He, yes. he already had a name. Yes. Yes. And I think part of it is that what um, Lene said is that could have literally saved lives because literally the impact and influence of people at that could change minds just in the, like when you talk yes. about exactly what you're saying, this word that was just used now, we wouldn't do that. That's not cool. No more. You can't, you can't right. just say that and not like be held accountable. So, like enough people are going to like check themselves around it. And how many people, like how long goes lemonade now? Five years. How many countless people have died from yes. then, from now to then trans women, Queer people, gay, like all kinds of people um, who identify as queer have died um, and and may not have. And I think I was like, there was a heaviness to that right. and an acknowledgement around like, 
wow. You don't think about it in the form of like, you don't think about it. You don't think about these things in the form of lives. Like you, unfortunately, similar what's going on with COVID right now. Like, it's like, we're not thinking about the fact that these are actual people and there are things that we could be doing choices that we can be making things that we can say definitively that could actually save people's lives. And especially by centering those people in the conversation, like, yes, do you know what I mean? Like we're not, when they do COVID stories, they're talking about hospitals and hospital beds and respirators and, you know, being intubated and things like that. And they Mm -hmm. may talk to a family who lost someone, but it's briefly, and it's the person who lost someone. It's rarely the person who went through it or is going through it now that, you know, that they're talking to. And, And even with like what you're saying with, with lemonade, like, she could have centered that, and I don't know if the person was a trans woman or what mm-hmm, have you, mm-hmm. um, just by centering them and making them real, but you standing next to them and saying, this is my platform and this is a real person and I'm I'm centering them in this conversation. I'm not speaking for them. I'm amplifying their voice. What Lene said is like, you could, you could have just started the video by saying this, because the person had died before it was released. Yep. So you could have just started the video with, this is in memory of, and yeah. and how many times has that person have been googled? We would have googled everything because that's. What we I mean, do. I'm googling oh. it right now. I'm like, I, I have know to find name. the name before I get off this phone because I feel like this is this is part of the problem. And it was it like, was a young. I feel like she was slim, and yeah. I, I remember I, I can see the person, purple in hair. my hair. Yeah, yes. purple pinkish hair. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I can't. Yep. I mean, I can see the person in my head, but can't, couldn't tell you the name. I can't tell your name, but anyway, I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna make sure that it makes it to the show notes. We we're gonna do our part to elevate this name, even though yeah. I'm sucking right now at finding it. <laughs> um, but it's that thing. It's that yeah. thing. Like we don't. I I have. You know. I feel like I'm a powerful person, and whatever power I have, I want to use it to continue to elevate the like people who are marginalized as much as possible. And it doesn't mean we're going to get it right every time. You know, like it doesn't, Yeah, you don't have to be perfect about it. You just got to try. Like we just got to do, we just got to do better. Yeah. I mean, well, go see P Valley because that is fun. Everything else is heavy, but especially since we finished Ozarks and I don't really know what to do after finishing Ozark, like finish Ozark. And I always put an S on there. There's no S. It's It's it's, okay. It's okay. Uh, But either way, Ozark was so good that I'm mad that I'm finished it. So P Valley can be the next thing because I'm still I'm on like episode eight of normal people. And me too. Let me tell you something. Yeah, normal people lot. would be my trigger every every episode. So I just let I was letting it go. Because yeah, y'all already know. Y'all already know every single episode. Y'all need to just go watch normal I people. I'm yeah. I'm I think all I'm over the, the place phone with you. That's what I'm about to go do. Actually, I'm actually going to get off the phone with you and I'm going to go. Finish up normal people. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if I'm going to be able to finish it because it's heavy. I need to, after after every episode, I usually need to take a walk or something. But I, um, I watch two episodes and then try not to drink because yeah. it yeah. is so college life, high yes. school life. Doing oh, it's going to get, it's, they're growing up. They're getting older. They get older. Just, they grow up. It's so much. There's, there's new. So much. There's new other things to get involved in. New other things. New other grown up things to get involved in. I can't. It just keeps going. It just keeps going. Bye, uh-huh. Ann. Bye, Nalika. Until next week. Bye.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.